I want to share with you a story, a true story, that I heard back in February. I was riding home, and I caught it on NPR, National Public Radio. I bet some of you caught it as well. It's a story of a young man, a young man who, with the things he did, he points us to Jesus. With what he, how he used his time, how he used his abilities. As we look at him, we can, we can call to mind what Jesus has done. It's a story of a gentleman by the name of Pete Reed. You see his picture before you. Elsa Chang, who was the host for that particular program on NPR, shares this. She said, Pete Reed was a humanitarian aid worker and former U.S. Marine who served in Afghanistan. He's also one of the many thousands who lost their lives trying to help others in Ukraine. Reed founded a group called Global Response Medicine. And this particular group of peoples went into the hot spots, into the danger zones to give aid, but intentionally to give aid, life-saving first aid to civilians. He was interviewed back in 2016 when he was serving in Afghanistan, and this is what he shared. He said, at the end of the day, they're just people. We're just trying to make it so a few more people come home, a few more kids live. And then as the program continued, we heard from the president and founder of Global Outreach Doctors, a gentleman by the name of Andrew Lutzig. And this is what Lutzig said. Pete was somebody that had spent the majority of his 33 years on the planet helping other people first in Afghanistan for the Marines, and then soon after as a humanitarian medical provider, as a paramedic. And then still later, we heard his voice again. The beginning of the day when Pete was alive started with a meeting of a mayor about 45 minutes away from a town that was experiencing a lot of warfare, another hot zone. They were getting ready to set up critical care points when a military vehicle pulled up and shouted that paramedics, medics were needed. It was at that point that Pete led his crew and they went straight into that hot zone, straight into what you and I would consider it be, would, we would consider it to be just most dangerous. He went in there willingly. Pete was involved in the care and rescue of an elderly woman. And it's at that point when his vehicle, which was kind of an ambulance of sort, was targeted and he lost his life. Pete was from neither country. He wasn't on anybody's side. He just knew that he wanted to help preserve life for those who were suffering. I said it before, but hear it again. 
Pete can point us to Jesus because in Pete's life we see just a beginning of what our Lord and Savior went through as our Lord went to the cross to save us from our sins. When our Lord went to the cross so that you and I would have life. In Jesus, we don't receive critical first aid, we receive life and life anew. Many theologians agree that Jesus was about 33 years old when he entered into Jerusalem. He had been trying to warn his disciples, tell them, prepare them, as he taught, as he fed, as he healed, as he cured, as he held some accountable, especially those religious leaders, as he was our savior, he was trying to tell his disciples that they would enter into Jerusalem. They would go into that hot zone, a place of absolute danger. A place where the religious leaders were waiting. The religious leaders were beyond angry. Jerusalem would be that hot zone for Jesus because the religious leaders were actively looking for a way to kill Jesus. But Jesus willingly enters into Jerusalem enters into that hot zone, knowing that he would end up on the cross. But you and I know that he didn't stay dead, that on the third day he rose again so that in him you and I have life and have it in abundance. We heard it both in Mark and in Luke. I love that Luke tells us about the angry, the Pharisees were like, will you please ask your disciples to stop? You can just hear the anger dripping from them. But Jesus willingly goes into Jerusalem and Luke tells us that the whole multitude of people were there. And as you and I would say in vernacular today, <laughs> and the crowd went wild. People were shouting their hosannas, their thanksgivings into the air. It was an awesome day. People were joining the crowd, those who perhaps had been healed, perhaps those who had been fed, perhaps those who had just heard the story of Jesus and were there to find out more. But as you and I know, that celebration, the rejoicing, the thanksgiving, the praises would turn to insults. Words of condemnation, words of insult were now gonna be thrown into the air. I can't help but wonder, as the religious leaders were beginning to stir up the crowds, did everyone feel that way? How many of those who had gathered in the crowd still felt that Jesus was the Messiah, still held on to that, but because of what was happening in the crowd, 
because the person standing next to them changed their mind. How many changed their thoughts because of the crowd? It's a question we can only ponder. But for you and I today, what does that mean for us? What happens when we are with one of the groups, one of the crowds that we are a part of? Are we ever tempted to allow our thoughts to be changed because of what's happening in our group, our, our crowd? Today, I ask the question, what does that mean for our faith life? What does that mean for our walk with Jesus? Those are questions we can ponder. Today is a day of celebration because we remember that Jesus does walk into Jerusalem and even though it's gonna become a day of sorrow, we know that Jesus goes to the cross for you and I. That is the truth that we can cling to no matter what is being said in our groups or in our crowds. Jesus willingly goes into Jerusalem, into that hot zone, and he goes to the cross and he dies and lives anew so that in Jesus, you and I have life. Yeah, the promise of eternal life. Those baptismal promises hold us fast. They wrap around us and never let go because our Lord is faithful. But on this day of thanksgiving, let us remember also that in Jesus, we are given the promise that our Lord walks with us each and every day. Yeah, we know it on those days when it's easy to shout our thanksgivings, to, to wave the palm branches, to send texts and make posts of thanksgiving. But Jesus also walks with us on those days when it feels our lives, our work, where we're at in retirement, where we're at in school, our relationships, you add whatever it is in your life when it feels like a hot zone. Jesus walks with us then as well. So in the midst of the crowds that we are a part of, the groups that we are a part of, let us cling to the truth that in Jesus we are given life. Let us hold on to that no matter what. Amen.